morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Tuscanini Foods. I am very excited, as always, to be here in the hot seat. We have an amazing lineup, but I think I say that every week, right? Uh, today, uh, we're going to have, we're going to get right on the phone after the little intro. I'm going to get Elizabeth Mandelbaum. We had to bump her from last week's show to this week's show, and I felt so bad, but I said, Elizabeth, you're going to be on first right away. Uh, so uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's foodie ride. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, travel, traveling around the world, eating. That's my jam. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I cook for people for Pesach. I run kosher chop competitions. I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect for Pesach and Perfect Flavors. And I give cooking classes all around the world, uh, including some riverboat cruises, which we'll talk about in just a couple of minutes with our guest, uh, David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, kosher food traveling and sharing of great food ideas and recipes and my amazing guests. I want to hear about your experiences too. So email me, Naomi at Nakam Siegel. You can follow me on Instagram and all the other <laughs> social media outlets. Uh, so thank you so much though for tuning in every week and well into our 11th season and our 300 plus shows. Okay, that was very fast. I can now like catch my breath. I feel like I had to get all that in because as once again, we have an action-packed show. I'd like to welcome our first guest, a wellness chef, a cookbook author of Plated and a health food blogger on Instagram. Welcome, Elizabeth Mandelbaum. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. We met on a Pesach program Um how many weeks ago now? Nine weeks yeah. ago was Pesach, <laughs> to a little over right. two months ago. <laughs> I feel like Pesach and Shavuos were like well in the past, you know? I know. I know. It's true. Uh, so how did we come to write this book, Plated? So I started blogging about food about four, maybe five years ago. Okay. Um, I started cooking only when I got married. I never cooked really before that. My parents- Me also. Up, me also. I didn't. Really? Okay. <laughs> I grew up watching my parents cook. Both my mom and my dad cooked in the kitchen every Ooh. single day, made dinners together. Um, I'm originally from El Paso, Texas. So my grandmother was from Mexico. We had a lot of Mexican cuisine going on. Um, yeah, just kind of kind of learned from watching my parents. And then when I got married, my husband had all sorts of food allergies and he was always not complaining, but wishing that he could enjoy the different foods that I was able to eat. And I figured there has to be a way that whatever I make for myself that, you know, works for my dietary needs, I should be able to make for him with his dietary needs as well. And so I started working with different almond based cheeses, homemade foods, um, and when I found out to be kind of good at it, I decided to start sharing my recipes on Instagram. And then I started getting a demand for private chefing and people asking me if I would cook for them. It was not something I ever thought about doing. I was working, you know, in a mar marketing company um, before that. And so it wasn't really something I thought about doing, but the demand was there and I decided to try it out. And I did. And it kind of just took off from there. I, my Instagram got a lot of attention from it. I started cooking for some high-profile people, which was cool. really fun. Right, you live out there in California. Anyone famous that we know? Um, 
But you can't tell Probably. us. <laughs> chef, it's what do you call it? Chef client privilege. That's what I say. Some right. of my la- ladies in Lawrence don't want me to name their names. I'm never allowed to use right. them as a reference because right. they want to pass it off yeah. as their own. <laughs> exactly. um, tell me, how did you so, find the personal chef business? I found it fun but tiring. So hard. It is. It is. It's it's fun. Um, it is. It's really fun. I do enjoy it. I do a lot of um, cooking and delivering. My clients usually like to kind of keep their homes clean and have the food just show up ready to go. Mm. So it's just an extra step. Sometimes I do cook in home, but I would say majority of them kind of like fruit, food prepping, meal planning. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is. It's exhausting, but it's a really fun, rewarding job, you know. So um, and then... Yeah, I guess the cookbook was just kind of a kind of a reflection of all of that. Yeah, it's really nice when you hold your book in your arms and you go, "Oh my god, I can't yeah. believe I read a cookbook." And I, my my I book's know. out four years, and I'm still like, oh, "I can't right. believe I did this," you know? I know it's so true. Um, okay, what was what was the easiest thing about making a book? And then I'm going to ask you what was the hardest. So the easiest were the photo shoots, coming up with the recipes, the photo shoots. We had the most incredible photographer. Her name is Marina. Yeah, yeah. Usually, um, yeah, I didn't see who the photographer was because I'm not, usually it's quite on the front. Yeah, so her, it's in the acknowledgments, I think, if you find okay. it in there. She's a wonderful person. She's from Egypt, actually. Okay. Um, and it was just a lot of fun developing recipes. A lot of them were recipes that I've been making for a long time, um, staples in Alyssa's home, in my home. Um, and then a lot of them were made on the spot, you know, kind of just working with the photographer, her being, you know, her saying, okay, this needs a little purple. And then we're like, okay, what purple would bring out a good flavor, you know, something that would match. I, oh, perfect. I, okay. I actually have, a, know, so I have a recipe fun. or two in my books that were like developed the day of the photo shoot with some like right. leftovers and we're like, this tastes amazing. Let's photograph this, right. write the recipe and include it in the book. I, exactly. I, yeah. My chimichurri coleslaw from Perfect for Pesach, it was, it's a yeah. huge hit and it was made yeah. from just leftover stuff. Right. Exactly. It's always those recipes that are fun. Yeah. So that was that was the funnest part where the photo shoots. You okay, know, and the hardest part? The, the hardest part I would say was the editing. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. It was it's hard. <laughs> yeah, no matter how many times I asked Susie Fishbun, who's a friend of mine, and I asked her right before my first book went into print. I said, "Susie, I need some advice on on my book, you know, before it goes to print, before you sign off, you know, that it's going to print." And she's like, "The more eyeballs that read your book, the better off you are." Yeah. And I learned That's that. That's true. From it's her. true. No matter how many times you read it, you'll always find something that wasn't supposed to be there, right, or, right. you know, and. And so that, that got a little bit complicated, but it worked out. You've got fresh ingredients, beautiful photos popping out at you when you look at the book. Thank you. Is your family like, do your kids like to eat? I know your kids are little, right? Yes. I have a five-year-old daughter and a six-month-old baby girl. Um, yeah. I mean, I always, I grew up eating very healthy, very clean, fresh ingredients, no preservatives, no packaged foods. Everything in my home was homemade. You know, my mom never, we never used a sauce from a bottle. It was, everything was just made from scratch. And I really appreciated all the love and effort that my parents put into cooking. 
And I, I really want to do the same for my family. And so, and, and they appreciate it. My husband appreciates it. My daughter loves it. I feel like if you get it. the kids to, to eat young, healthy, you know, yeah. th- th- it sets them for life. It's true. It's, it's a way of life, you know. Yeah, it becomes not, a way of life. I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So uh, any, any, anything else you'd like to share? Where can people buy the book? Are your usual local Judaica? So, yeah, I think all the Judaica stores are selling it. Um, Amazon has it, of course. It's called Plated, a curated dining experience. I'll share one quick thing about um, kind of the idea of the book, if you have a few minutes. Yes, yes. Um, so there's kind of three main components of the book. The book is called Plated because the dishes are mostly plated dishes rather than it being a section of, you know, broken up into sections of carbs, sides. Yeah. Mains, so yeah. Yes. Like that. I, I, that's actually written down one of my questions. Um, okay. Yeah. So take it away. Okay. So yeah. So rather than sectioning it by side dishes and main dishes and, you know, carbs and vegetables and things like that, we decided to compose the meals. So instead of you going to find a chicken to make for dinner and then deciding, okay, what should I pair with that chicken? Or if you're hosting a meal, what should I make? What meat goes with what side dish? What should I put together? We wanted to de-stress, which is kind of the second component of making it a calming book, something that makes cooking very calm and simple and no stress. Um, the meals are composed. So when you open up to what do you a mean? What do you mean by composed? Explain that to our audience. So, so, for example, if you go into the chicken section, the poultry section. Okay, I'm, going, I'm doing recipe. that now because I'm holding the book. Okay, there's a recipe. It's the chicken marsala with the smashed potatoes. Oh, I just, I think or I Or just... you can go to the one right before it, which is the pansier duck breast. Hold the on. Duck, I'm, duck I'm going to it, everyone. I'm going to it. Pansier duck breast. Okay, well, I've got the chicken masala. Okay. So the chicken marsala, if you see it, it's divided into, it has a, it's a full recipe. It's a composed meal. You have your chicken marsala, which is your protein, your carb, um, the smashed potatoes and your veggie, which is the garlic. So it's, and it's all in one recipe. And then it's, instead of it being broken up into sections of carbs, veggies, and proteins, it's a composed meal. And that's your recipe. Okay. So um, you're right. And in the front, you can show, you do show a mix and match. So if you don't want right. this from the side dish from that chicken dish, you can go to the front of the book and get other, other suggestions. Exactly, because they're not divided into sides and mains. So, for example, the same one, um, the one right before the marsala is the pansier duck breast, and that mm. one is plated. So we give plating instructions on how to plate it really nicely, um, just an added little bonus to the book teaching you plating. Um, tips and tricks. And then at the beginning of the book, like you said, the mix and match, which is one of my favorite parts of the book, because since everything is, is composed, if you do decide, okay, I want to make a, I just need a vegetable tonight or, or a carb or something like that, you can go or sauces and dressings. You can go to the front of the book and it's divided by picture and by page number and gives you all the different components separately. I, I thought this part was very clever to show the pictures with it because people literally eat with their eyes. People don't pick up cookbooks 
unless they've got yeah. pictures in the in the I find in the kosher market any case it's it's so true I have to give credit to Devorah that was her you know Devorah of course I know Devorah from our scroll we so love Devorah was, hello Devorah <laughs> yes yeah that was that was Devorah's call she did it and She's, she gets the credit for this isn't she so <laughs> talented and Mrs. Eisner she's so good she's who, so good who did your front cover of the book Aviva okay think right um, yeah I know that that the front cover is the hardest one to pick. How did you pick this oh, steak? Yeah. yeah, I know Rabbi Zlotowitz has a lot to say about the front of the book. <laughs> oh yeah. So the front cover was again one of those back and forths everyone trying to, you know, just get on the same page about it. Um we didn't want it to be a dessert, we didn't want it to be just a salad. It kind of had to be something that was spoke about the book. Yeah, showed and what the book is. Yeah. Everything, just a, kind of like a composed meal, I guess. I wanted something specifically that had a, a single dish so that we could do this layout of the little border um, instead of it. And it kind of eye-catching when you have one single dish just popping out Correct. at you versus, Correct. like, you know, a few different things. So that was something I wanted to do. And then we were back and forth between different soups. We had those mocked up and then... Um, actually, Alyssa's daughter was going through the book one time, like through all the pictures, and she's like, this just looks so good. You should put that on the cover. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and we did. I love it. And just tell us who Alyssa is. We haven't touched who Alyssa is. So Alyssa is a good friend. She um, I actually, she lives down the street from my parents' house. Um, she was actually my psychology teacher in high school. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, we had eaten at their house a couple times and just, you know, again, family, friends. And then one day she reached out and was like, by the way, you know, I would love to write a cookbook. What, you know, what are your thoughts about pairing up for it? And I was like, sure. So we did. Very nice. Very nice. Two foodie yeah. neighbors. I love it. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your Thank time. You for your having book me. looks wonderful. The front, I love that front page. I, I want to literally reach in and eat that steak. So Thank when you. I come to LA, we're going to hang out. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Me too. All right. Give my best thank to the family and uh, thank you so thank much. You Take care. Too. Shabbat shalom. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Incredible. Wow. It's, I like talking to other cookbook authors to hear a little bit about how their books came together. We're going to get on the phone now, David Lawrence. I just want to give a little bit about the lowdown of the show. Uh, Shlomi Klein, Fleischix Magazine, or I mean Milchix Magazine, is here in the house. We're going to talk to him about Kosher Palooza coming up in just a couple of weeks at this point. And Gabe Geller is going to be joining us when he fights the traffic to get here. He did tell me 12.30, so I know that we're right, you know. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. but that's okay. We're going to get David Lawrence on the phone from Kosher River Cruises. David and I could talk for like literally an hour, so we'll try to make sure that we have room for you, Shlomi. Just joking. Um, there's always room to talk food here. Everyone gets their turn. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. We're getting David on the phone. Hi, David. Oh, hello. How are, How are you? you? Are you trying to talk Australian? I'm trying to, but it's not really working. Yeah, no, Ameri exciting. Americans can't do it. Yeah, it's a long way. So yeah. I can get part of it. Oh, not bad, not bad. Um, talk to me, Dave. We've got the cruise coming up so fast, like eight weeks away at this point, a little more than eight weeks away. Um, so we have the one coming up in Amsterdam. Very excited. That's going in about two and a half months. We have about, I think, 11 cabins left. So we're, <gasps> really? Oh, that's we're getting, amazing. We're yeah, we're excited about that. 
And Malcolm and I are actually on our way um, after Shavuos. We're heading to... It's already after Shavuos. They're listening to this in June. Yeah. (laughs) I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So you're there right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like there right now. Everyone, they know it's not I, I live. I woke up here. I'm here in, uh, I know, in, I know. in Seattle, right? Right, and everyone knows it's about. not live today. Just all my holidays mixed up. Yeah. But anyway, we, we are on our way to um, do our second site inspection in, on the Rhone and in Amsterdam for the upcoming cruises. Because, as you know, we always do three site inspections to get everything in place. No matter how many times we've done a cruise we got to keep going back because we got to make sure everything's in place. So that's how we do things. Like what kind of things do you look out for when you're looking to get a boat? Um, you know, special things that we have to figure out is that the touring that we have in place uh, fits our group, that the tour guides are knowledgeable. And if not, we have to educate them. Um, certain routes that we take in towns, finding that Jewish history and heritage of little pieces that might be hidden somewhere, we have to go find those things that make our trips you know, truly unique. It's not relying on local guides who might not understand Jewish history and heritage like we do, and especially, you know, bringing someone like Rabbi uh, Dr. Abramson. Um, let's talk about Dr. Trips. Let's talk yeah. about Henry Abramson for a second. Just tell everyone who he is in case they don't know how awesome he is. So Dr. Abramson is the Dean of Toro College and he's our scholar in residence. Um, and he kind of brings everything to life. You know, yeah, we have lectures every day. Um, explaining, you know, what we're seeing and what we're doing um, related exactly to our tours and the regions that we travel. And even while we're touring, you know, our, 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 our crew is giving commentary and finding those little diamonds in the rough that we can find in some of the places that we travel to. Most people don't even know that they're there. We're the ones that will research them, inform the guides, and then the guides will check it out for us. And they, um, they, they get really excited when they find something new in a town that they don't know, which we find for them. So that's great keep doing the same thing all the time and when they have something different they, they truly do get excited and right. i think uh, when we were on the doro um especially when we're in these small hilltop towns you know we were pointing things out that they had never seen or or, or knew about so we're, we're educating everybody okay i love that and you're also feeding everyone let's talk about the food oh, of course we got to talk about the food so everything we do uh chef malcolm and team and chef tobias uh Full buffets, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, with the carving stations, pasta stations, salad stations, dessert stations, lots of stations. Um, so it, it is a food fest, and I like to call it Pesach on steroids. Right. It is. Just I just want to make sure that when I say this, it's all done buffet style. There's no plated meals. Number one, with a plated meal, you're stuck with whatever is on that plate, and if you don't like something, it's too bad. When you go on a kosher river cruise with kosher river cruises, you get a variety of chickens and meats and sides and salads, like everything you can just choose from so much. It's not just one stuck plated meal. And you also don't have and to wait also, right, and, to and come out with, plate with by plate. At, right. And any dietary concerns, you know, we, we will take care of that. You know, um, everything from gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, there's always choices for everybody. Um, we like to keep everything sort of heart healthy as well, um, kind of staying away from the really heavy stuff. Um, and, and people enjoy that. But it's okay. You can eat whatever you want because we are doing some serious walking every day. And um, the serious walking, they also have serious – and he's saying we keep it light. They also have like massive, gorgeous lamb chops and rib roast. My mouth is <laughs> watering as we're talking about it. So, yeah, I love my uh, lamb chop nights, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, right? We're like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just take that side of lamb and bring it to my table. So there's right. lots going and, on. 
And we talked about the walking tours, too. You know, we always divide up our groups into those who are you know, more active or less active. So people want to go a little bit farther, a little bit faster, a little bit harder, a little bit higher. We have those groups and those who want to maybe take it easy a little bit. You know, we have those groups as well. I love it. There's something really for every age group. It is a slightly, let's, you know, a slightly older age group. This is not where you, you know, bring a lot of little kids on because it's a little bit well, more high end, but everything is included, right? It's All very the trips. Yeah, the, uh, with that, Naomi, with the upcoming cruises, we actually have a lot younger clientele are coming. We're getting a lot of um, multi generational groups coming. Oh, so nice. With, yeah, with their kids. We actually have, you know, we don't recommend the, 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 you have to be eight or older to be on the boat. Of legally, um, legally. Legally, because there's there's only, uh, you know, two beds per cabin anyway. So the maximum you can put is two, you know, two people in a room. Um, but we're getting, you know, a younger, more active clientele. But, you know, again, with their parents. Um, and it's interesting. We get parents who come with family members who might not be as religious, but it's something that everybody feels comfortable at. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just want to, you know, now that I've been on two cruises with you and God willing, another two this year. Um, one thing I do want to make make sure that everyone understands is when they go in and they see a higher price, it's much higher than those big ships. Um, but it includes the drinks, the alcohol, and all the excursions for all the people per person, right? Like it, it just, it makes sense. And, and it's really just a fabulous, all-inclusive floating hotel with all the uh, – excursions, the history, the food. I'm there giving cooking classes. The team is amazing. You come back after a day or you go out in the morning, you come back for lunch. You chill, then there's another tour in the afternoon or you sail somewhere. Am I doing a good job there, David? Uh, Yes, I especially (laughs) love the cooking classes. I take it home and then I I, I try it, but for some reason it's not as good. Right, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good job explaining it, right? Oh, you're doing a great job okay. explaining it, and your cooking class, and my one, yeah, you know, and my that's classes. That's one of the favorites. Okay, especially when we're in southern France, you're going to want to know how to cook French food, right? Oh, I cannot I mean, wait for that. Point. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, there'll be big news coming out soon about things that I'm going to be doing in France. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, okay, David, thanks so much. If people want to have more information, crochetrivercruises.com or email me, Naomi at Nachum Siegel, or DM me or DM Kosher River Cruises. Um, I'll still get the messages. David will answer you. Um, and if you do reach out, mention the Nachum Siegel Network Show um, and Onimi Nachman. It'll all tie you back. Um, and, yeah, thanks so much, David. I look forward to uh, talking and, and working with you. We'll talk later on in the week. Great. Thanks for having me. I want to I hear how the inside expe- site inspection goes. Oh yeah, my uh, I'll probably have to FaceTime you from there if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, we have to FaceTime from there and I want to see what the, my room is going to look like, my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I'm very egocentric, you know. It's all about me. I want to see what my part of the boat looks like. <laughs> all right, thanks care, David. Thanks we'll talk so soon. All right, thanks. All right, Shlomi Klein, you're up next. It's yeah. so nice to be here. It's I'm, nice I'm to be here. I'm enjoying all the cheese. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese, <laughs> we did back-to-back back shows. We did back-to-back back shows. Okay. Um, all right. And I've got all my Tuscanini stuff. But you also use Tuscanini a lot. Yeah, Tuscanini is a great brand. They've really expanded their whole line. And, oh, I mean, just tying in Tuscanini and Italy. We, we were just now in Italy and we saw how some of the stuff is made. We just did our milk issue is all it's about issues. Rome. And it just, it's crazy to actually experience it all, like, real. Like, they just came out with, a, with um, the stuffed zucchinis. 
the fried yeah. fried stuffed zucchini leaves Le flowers. flowers amazing and we had that the original in in Italy we were actually talking about it. we were doing video for it <clears throat> and we were talking about because they actually stuck they stuck um, anchovies in it oh. so there was anchovies in everything I don't mind a little bit of anchovy there was a little bit much too much me. anchovies <laughs> anchovies is a dried <laughs> little piece of fish yeah yeah but um, I think Italy right now is just really hot it's for really, travel. Like it's really, really hot. Yeah, I, I, I spent um, nearly a month there last year. That's right. You did Susie's trip. We were I talking did about Susie's you trip, on the live. the riverboat cruise, my own personal trip. It's crazy. But um, our first issue covered like the milchic side of, of Rome, yeah. of Italy. Our next issue is like the flechic side of Italy. We do, we have Shifraz oh. covered um, Florence, Tuscany and Amalfi Coast. Uh, did you guys go down to the Amalfi Coast? You did, didn't you? We went down to the Amalfi Coast. On the way down, we actually stopped. High Class Travel made the trip. We were literally at their whim. Yeah, I and, love it. And um, it, was, it was crazy. It was a little bit much, but we got to experience things that people usually wouldn't. And I hit the ground running when I travel. You don't stop. You rest yeah, when you Yeah, but wait to hear this. So basically, we drove down to Amalfi Coast. Um, on the way down, we stopped at a winery. did a whole thing there. Incredible. We stopped at Buffalo Farms. We watched them being milked. Then mm. we went to another farm nearby where they took the milk, the buffalo milk, and made buffalo mozzarella. Oh. Okay, great. We carried on driving down. We got to Amalfi Coast. We went to Positan. Positano. 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 That's like the first of the you know, Amalfi Coast villages. Incredible place. Um, we got there like 5.30. 7.30, it got dark. The next morning, 9 o'clock, we went to the airport. So we definitely got a taste. We got a taste and we're like, we have to come back. It was I'm incredible. I'm dying to do the Amalfi Coast. I've done Northern But I want to go with a few days and actually enjoy it and then and, and take it all in. But it really was something else. You're this, oh, look, I say this all the time. All your issues are fabulous. I, I love the magazine. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Oh, hello. Our next guest has just arrived. The wonderful Gabe Okay, Geller. we have cheese. We have wine. It's just, it's one big it's, party. It's a one big party on table for let's, two. Let, let's bring Kosher Palooza here. Okay, we're going to talk. Let's. Let, we'll come back to the magazine if we have time because sure. I don't want to lose time. I want, we're here. Besides talking about that, talk about what is Kosher Palooza. You first hinted to it months ago. Yes. Right here on Table for Two. You said 100%. it was actually first time you were talking about it. I think it was. was here. It was. Now let's talk about Kosher Palooza. Okay, so in one sentence, Kosher Palooza is a one day kosher food festival for everybody. Uh, no one is being left out. It's not a show. It's not. Don't compare it to anything else because there's nothing like it. It's a full day of fun connected to food. Food being given out, cooking demos, games, panels, kashos panels, um, mixology demonstrations, bartending contests, blind taste test uh, contests, oh, hot sauce contests. Um, it just doesn't end. Sour and uh, workshops. There is Barksham every day as it's getting, as it's moving along. More vendors are coming on board. Yeah, yeah. I try to get you that new one today. On board. It's incredible. Who, so, who's coming to entertain? Sure. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But okay. you asked for the, for the background. Basically, what we found while doing the magazine over the years is that people love food. People love restaurants. Yes, we and they, do. they want more. They want more entertainment. They want more of these events like we do the cookbook. Experiences. They want kosher That's food it. experiences. I mean, look at yourself. You're doing when chop competitions. What are you doing now for probably 10 years? How long are you doing chop competitions? Eight. Eight. The first. But the it's, first. Beca it's become a thing. I made it a thing. And now everyone's doing it. Yeah. And there you go. Trailblazer. <clears throat> so it's not just like the cooking demos. It's like People are using food and, 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 and they've turned it into fun and entertainment. Yeah. So we felt on the, on the consumer side, we've, we've heard a lot from people that want to, they, they want more shows. They want more events. They want more stuff like this. On the vendor side, a lot of the smaller vendors couldn't go to the shows that were out there. I'm not even talking about the kosher ones, even the non-kosher ones. They're too big. It's expensive. It didn't make sense. So we've had a lot of people telling us, do something for a while. And we've wanted to do. And um, some guys that actually put on shows 
they do uh, medical shows and Amazon shows and home care shows, they approached us and we were like, you know what? It's, we've been wanting to do this. This is a good shidduch. Let's do it. And what does Palooza mean? Palooza means a balagan, a party. I think actually the first Palooza, if I'm not mistaken, that's like that's been used as like some kind of music festival. Yeah, yeah. It's a festival. That's what it is. Palooza. It's probably... Yeah, we can, hey, Siri, we what can, does Palooza there mean? There you go. <gasps> <laughs> it, it actually went. Let's see if it, Here's what I found. There you go. <laughs> palooza. De- definition of Palooza. New word suggestion. A wild and crazy extravagant extravagant party exactly and that's what it is <laughs> that, that is so exactly funny. what it is so basically what it's what it's formed what it's what it's um, shaped up to be is, is a full day event at the Meadowlands in in new jersey which is a huge expo center you're familiar with yeah and, every year kosher uh, fest that's right from 10 a.m to 6 p.m but the difference is that this is a consumer show this is open to everyone adults um, actually, one of the things we were discussing yesterday is that uh, because it's like the beginning of the summer, still, people are still working out their last-minute plans. Yes. Mothers, like- mothers with, 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 with strollers will not be turned away. Like, you know, little uh, under a certain age, whether it's two years old or whatever, it can come. But otherwise, there is alcohol being served, so it's a bit of a challenge. <clears throat> right. Okay. So there's going to be are a little bit to- this is This is a question that, you know, maybe you want to think about. I don't know. Maybe you'll answer. Okay. Um, you know, when you go to a lot of kosher events or Jewish events, it's overstuffed and you can't move around. Okay. And the food gets sold out. You don't get what you want. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, we're, we've both been going to shows and, and things for, 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 for years. I mean, so I yes, can I handle exactly I've got good what stamina. No, I know what and you're you talking about. And you paid all about. this money and you got a six-year-old there, you know, like so someone else's a six-year-old and you paid 80 bucks. I don't know how much does it cost to go in. Okay, so first of all, it does cost more than 80 bucks, but um, okay, you're going to get your money's worth. Okay. And of course, you're going to have your code, Nomi. Oh, but I'm getting a code for Kushapalooza, yay! The idea is we're, we're just debating whether we should be drinking wine while we're talking. We're oh, for sure, should we wine. should, for sure, for sure. Um, do you need cups and a wine opener? He's got a wine opener. Any cups? If Gabriel Geller comes to some kind of event without a wine opener, he's, okay, uh, where are cups? <laughs> I don't know where I have cups. Yeah, up there in the cabinet, I guess. I've um, got these. Please bear with us while we st- yeah, suffer a brief Gabe intermission Geller, for, Geller for Royal Wine. Gabe is here in the house. <laughs> there we go. Um, and we will, he's, we're just organizing the wine situation. You know, also last week we had, a, with last show, we had a lot of problems with guests coming mm-hmm. with traffic. No, so we, we uh, allowing for that, we're going to have some fun with them on the show, making fun of the but New York traffic. while you're talking about them, I'm gonna, it's actually going to answer the question. You asked about like the amount of space. It's a huge place. They can actually hold 7,000 people. Is it at the regular place? It's the full place. It's big. It's, it's very not, big. It's bigger than the Kosher Fest space? Yeah, it's that full place. Oh, it's so, not just cordoned off. No, nothing's cordoned off. There's going to be the whole place. So you're it's gonna, you're right, because Kosher Fest is just that. So you've opened, the, you've pushed those walls open. The whole thing. <gasps> so there definitely is a lot of room. There's going to be a lot of vendors. Um, there's a lot of entertainment going on also. We're going to have <clears throat> the kitchen side where it's going to be like the cooking demos and some contests. On the other side, we're doing a whole... Contest? Yes, like cooking what? contest. A chop competition Who's of some running sort. Honey Apple is going to be running that. Um, unfortunately, you won't be in town. But yep. on the other side, we're going to have a bunch of panels. We have, we have live poultry demonstrations, live fish demonstrations. We're going to be doing... Who's doing the live fish demonstration? The OU actually has someone professional doing it. Really interesting stuff. Like what? Just to, I mean, people, it's, it's more of a kosherous, like informative kind of thing, like to show the Who, difference. Do you know who's in, running that? Um, Gold, I don't know off the top Goldberg? of my head. Goldberg? It's very possible. I think okay, because so. he's, he's, he's my brother's machutten. Okay, there you go. Small world. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think. <laughs> I mean, I know uh, maybe it's a different guy that's doing right, it, but right. he's very involved in the OU fish. And then like the, the, so like I said, there's stuff going on throughout the day. 
Uh, like people were asking about milchik fleshik. I was like, listen, you can either start milchik, have power of the middle, and go fleshik, oh, like or kosher go the other fest. way. It's kosher fest. Like we do in kosher fest. You go in the morning, so milchiks, and then you do fleshiks. Don't make sure you don't eat a hard cheese. So that's what I'm saying. There's going to be so much both milchik, fleshik, parav, and there's going to be so much going on at the throughout the day that it's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be an issue. Everyone's going to have a good time. My goal is that everyone leaves feeling like they didn't have enough time to cover everything. Oh, chaval. I missed that show. Next year. Next right, year. Right. But don't make it at the end of June. Okay, well, the date for next year has to yet to be determined, so okay. we will see. But there, there was earlier. a reason. There was a reason that we went with this date. It's like everyone's busy, you know. It's coming. It's Pesach, then it's Shavuos, and then you're getting your kids finishing with school and getting them ready to camp. No, now no, you've no, sent no. your kids off to camp. No, no. Most no. people aren't in Israel, you know, taking care of a new grandkid. Yeah. So it there's is a, two of us, two big ones. There you go. Listen, okay. you, both, you both should have been there, hundred percent. But no, but, but I, I is, find that this is a very hard time of the year. Like, what's wrong with early June? Again, so it might be hard for you. I think that it's a great opportunity for people. They've sent their kids off to camp. They need to put their legs up. Go take a day off. Go with your husband. Go with your shvigger. Go with your friends or your siblings. And go uh, tell your boss, I'm taking the day we'll off. We'll talk have a good about time. this later. We'll <laughs> talk about this later. Nobody doesn't agree. Okay, Nomi, you can weigh in. Nomi, Kosher Palooza 2024 is going to be determined by Nomi's travel schedule. <laughs> yeah, it might just be. Just wait and see. Yeah, um, amazing. But I'm really excited about this. I think it's just what we okay, needed so in the kosher community. I'm, I'm going to invite really Gabe different. to join sure, us. Gabe should definitely Gabe, join us. Gabe, put on the uh, earphones. Gabe, Gabe, we're all doing lunch afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. We're all doing lunch afterwards. I mean, we're all in your we're house swirling. munching on cheese and, uh, <laughs> and, and jam and stuff. I, I, I'm good. Um, hi, Gabe Geller. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Great. Baruch Hashem. I, I How are you guys doing? We're great. <laughs> I think this is the show that you two have been the most frequented guests. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, m- m- definitely. I can't think of anyone else. Um, everything's good. It Gabe? helps. It helps yeah. every good buddies, you know. Uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Royal Wines. Uh, he's the the marketing director at uh, one of the marketing. Are you the marketing director? Yes. We'll call him that. He's the CMO. The C- yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, of uh, of Royal Wines, as well as an amazing sommelier himself, and a friend, and just someone who really knows wine and. A wine educator for us today, uh, always here on Table for Two. So thanks for coming in. Another long drive. I really made everyone schlep except you. Yeah, I don't have to schlep. Yeah. So, as, uh, I, as I call it, the belt parking lot. The belt parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it hey, listen, is. he used to live here. He had his opportunity. Exactly. I, I used to do that commute every single day, five times a week. Oh, you go from here to Jersey now. Now, yeah. Round trip, much that, shorter. That trip, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but all, all, all good, all good. All right, so... Um, Gabe, um, Shami, you were saying something, and I said, let's get Gabe in on this, too. No, no, so we're just talking about, just in general, the market and what people want, and then, and, and I feel like um, this is just a really good opportunity for, for the consumers. You know, this is a show by the people for the people. We have the influencers that everyone is familiar with, the foodie personalities are coming in from, from Israel. Danielle's coming, Danielle's coming from yeah. Israel. Yeah, influencers coming from Canada. Amy's coming from Canada. Esther Kadosh is coming from Canada. Oh, Alyssa's you. coming from Chicago. There's literally Who's people- coming from LA? They've got some foodies out there. I think, listen, people are still making tickets and, uh, and working it out, but everyone wants to be a part of it because this is really just going to be a really fun day. It's a festival. It's really a fit. Fa- I'm... I'm, I'm going to be following so closely. And seeing as Gabe is here, so I do want to say that for those that can't make it to the show, that aren't in the tri-state area, because if you're in the tri-state area, you really should be coming. But for those that aren't, we're going, Danielle's going to be running around. I shouldn't say running around. Danielle's going to be walking around with a camera crew, and she's going to be going around to all the booths, and she's going to be live streaming the event the whole day. Who's, where are you going to be able to see it? On kosher.com. Kosher.com is going to be hosting the whole 
live stream of the event throughout the day. So that was a really cool feature we put together with them. I love it. Awesome. And then, of course, Gabe is going to be there giving out some some Wine. Uh, We're giving out awesome samples wines, of wine, sure. wine <laughs> tastings. Oh, we're going to have some wine tastings now. I mean, Ga listen, if Gabe can help it, he probably won't be there. He's going to find some excuse. No, no, I'll be there. No, I'm he's got to be I'm there. Of he can't be there. Be there. I'll know, I'm, I'm not going to be the one, you know, pouring the, the wine, but I'll be there. He's got to be watching. To talk about the wine. and uh, He'll be educating, and that's his job. That's his job to 100%. educate us all about wines. Uh, did you go to any wineries in... Shifra went. Shifra was in. You see, I Shifra went when we did the Rome issue. We're going back to the magazine. That's what you're pointing. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. People don't know what you're saying. Yeah, right. So Shifra <laughs> went um, a few days before. I got. Right. I was. You I left Hani. She left Hani's event to go to. That's right. She left Hani to go to, yeah. and she was in Florence and Tuscany. She, did you go to Tierra de Seta? She met up with um, David. I think his name is. From Terry Seta or Gabriel? I don't even. I don't remember what yeah. his name Daniela? is. Daniel. Daniel. We had amazing wine dinner um, outdoors with uh, Susie when I went on Susie's trip in Florence it uh, was incredible yeah, yeah. so Lord yeah so Noah. she did that whole area without me which that's, that's what we do so you have to go back I would love to go I would love to go back and do it properly Rome was incredible I would go back to Rome also I mean Rome was really really nice the, the, the amount of touring that's, that's there the, the kosher food scene is just it's insane I've been to Rome twice and I, I always want to go back it's I'm interesting to see I mean you have Israelis you have all the Europeans are coming there mm -hmm. it's not far and it's just like a real, it's not well, expensive. All the kids coming home for Pesach went through. That's right. Or went through through uh, Venice or Rome. They weren't even coming. I, I met a bunch of Yeshiva Bachram Shifra was talking to some girls from seminary. They came for for a week or two and then they were going back to Israel for Pesach. Right. I was like, yeah. I yeah, know, it's fantastic. I've only been to Rome once, 2005. That's that was a long years day. Ago. It's crazy. Like, okay. You need to go. But I remember it like it was yesterday. I had a blast. It was yeah. absolutely I awesome. wonder, was the food scene as crazy as it yeah. is now? The food scene was good. Uh, uh, not exactly the same as it is today, of course, but there are some great stuff. And some what? back then it was, you know, pretty cheap, really speaking. Yeah. It was but cheap. You know, it was, the, the restaurant was there oh, already. Yeah, I didn't great. go there. I the, didn't go. The food was incredible. A little secret about Yotvata. And that's oh where these gosh. cheeses come from. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I basically had their great. whole menu cost me like 30 euros. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes it is but I found that the, the food in ago. general <laughs> in Europe, I found much more, much cheaper than the steakhouses here and much sure. more, you know, sometimes the steakhouses are $200 a steak. Yeah. You can get... What was the most interesting thing you ate in Rome? The most Because I know, I've got it in the tip of my head, I know. Uh, what was the most interesting thing you had, Nomi? In Rome? I had fried brain. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that, that I had in Israel, actually. Yeah, I've had that this in Israel. This wasn't sweet bread. You know, everyone thinks that sweet bread yeah, is yeah, yeah. It's no, 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 no. rain. And I, I, I I've had, had heart in Paris. Yeah. I've had all the... Well, back in the day, we had heart over here. Moshe Wendell used to cook it in Pardis. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. My mom used to make beef heart at home yeah. on a regular basis growing up. Wow. My father's a shaykh and he would bring home every week. It's called a pluck. The heart, the lung, and the liver. And it wasn't for us, though. It was for the maid. They, they really like it. Nice. They cook it in, in South Africa. It's yeah. a whole yeah. different, yeah. yeah. It's a whole different ball game. <laughs> it's a whole different ball sure. game. Sure. Um, fantastic. Uh, the craziest. Thing, I remember having a pasta dish. I think I was there in 2011. I remember Leora being very young. Um, we had this. It's it's called it was nona something nona. It's not there anymore. It was the best pasta dish. It was like raw egg in the. They made the pasta and in the sauce carbonara. I don't it was know what it was. Carbonara. Did it, it have meat? It, no, it was milchik. Did it have some like salmon jerky in there or something? No, no. It was unreal. They took yolk and they cooked it in with a hot steaming pasta. That was. So that's a t that's the 
that's the carbonara. That's the way they make the carbonara. Uh, I, 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 I don't remember being red. Oh, there was a real thing, a white. Maybe it was a no, white. No, no, it is. It's, it's actually, it's, it's yellow. Okay, yeah. But Maybe like a typical carbonara will have, um, they call it, it's like, we would use beef bacon or some kind of interesting uh, meat. They use um, some kind of pork product. Yeah, well, it was obviously kosher, so no But meat. it is. They use the egg yolks and they kind of mix it in like almost like a custard and it thickens it. Oh, it was. I remember that uh, unbelievable and I've had oh, a lot of meals. I've had a lot of meals in a lot of places. I'm looking at the places. picture right here. This is actually in Baghetto. They made a flechic carbonara. No, so it didn't look like that. Uh, I mean, you had it in a milk restaurant. And, it makes and sense. Also, and also, it was like before photos. That's before you took a photo, it was like a, it was before Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. So I don't have a photo, a million photos of everything. But the artichokes and the, all that, I just loved all the artichoke season. Yeah, yeah. Zucchini. But the truth is, once you go to, to Italy and Rome, I mean, you're... I love this issue, by the way. Thank you, thank you They're all much. good, Gabe. They're all good. No, but right? there's something different here. About this, this, whole this, travel, this whole travel feature was like really exciting. People, it spoke to people. People are traveling like crazy. Honey, Applebaum's running a trip. I'm I'm on river cruises. Melinda's doing one. Um, there's a lot. I'm doing a trip to Susie's Morocco. Got, yep. Susie's got more trips coming up. I'm running a parents' mission to Morocco for NTSY. Kosher travel in general has expanded. It's, and there's not you can't open a magazine without being full of summer plans and people doing private travel. They don't want to go on a group. They want to hear something. Private something, travel everywhere. Something exclusive. An African country. I was in I was in Florida and I'm meeting with a guy. He's actually a crazy story because he wasn't religious and then he became religious. He had to sell his restaurants because they weren't kosher. He's opening up two hotels in some random country in Africa. Fantastic. And one of them is making kosher, a kosher hotel in the middle of nowhere. He says there's a lot of Jewish people traveling, whatever. And yeah, he's, he's smart. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be successful or not, but I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I'll cover that for the issue, the South African, <laughs> the African issue, Neem <laughs> Nachman, or the Australian issue. You already stole my my milk tart. <laughs> Sorry, your mum served it to me. I know it's incredible. Your mum served. I have to make for shvus. It was so easy. My rec- this recipe is like beyond, beyond easy. We actually had in South Africa. So you went to Millie's in in Australia. She's South African, right? Yeah, Dina. She's currently here right now. Oh yeah, but we had in South Africa. I guess in our community, there were two really big cooks. One of them, her mother was like a, the, the main caterer, and the other one was. It was known as there's Estes recipe and there's Sylvia's recipe. Ah. And like there's like slight variations, but it's like which one did you make? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I we did some babuti. Oh, oh yeah. Love but one babuti. second, talking talking milk tart. I think you have to bring Gabe a piece, and we have to see what's the ultimate pairing for Gabe, milk tart. Gabe already had milk tart because I took one last week to kosher.com. Oh okay okay. And <laughs> you what want did, more? What, what, you did you, was great. what did we pair with it? <laughs> okay, should we get some? I'm sure. I'm you assuming, want more? I'm assuming a good white wine, no? I can't say no. I can't. I'm going to go I grab it. No. All right. Why don't we start drinking? Yeah. I put a couple bars in the freezer, so let's get to that. What wines are we talking about? Is this summer? Or what are we... Uh... So, yeah. All white and rosé and brother liqueur. That's... We're recording? Yeah. Sorry. We're live. Yeah. So, all whites and rosé and brother liqueur. That's, you know, we're really talking. Amazing. We're talking summer wines, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring them. You know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to taste it. Have some fun. Okay, okay great. Well, I put this on backwards. Well, I'm having, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm struggling with my headset. Okay, I went to. Where did Gabe go? I think he went. Uh, oh, to get the wine out of the freezer. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm ones. like, he's like, why is he leaving on the set? Just let's talk about our amazing Tuscanini products. We've got our Tuscanini pizza, mozzarella sticks, our gnocchi, 
And of course, I didn't mention this last week, the sun-dried tomato is perfect also when you make homemade pizza to put some on, or you can put them in the sauces when you make them for the gnocchis. So many great Italian products you missed one from or two our products. issues. You missed one or two products. Actually, I, I picked it up in, in uh, Cold Save. I guess Gourmet Glad didn't get Gourmet it Glad, Woodmere did not have it this morning so when I went to had, go and get it. Um, the frozen ravioli, they had a pizza ravioli, and they had a, I think, truffle, mushroom, mushroom truffle yeah, ravioli. It looked great. I have it yeah. in my freezer. I have to make it for Yom Yeah. Okay. I guess we're talking after. I'm getting, after I'm getting a signal. Yeah, yeah. Remember this. Oh, right. Right. Yes, after Yomtev. We're recording this to listen Kosher after Yomtev. Yom yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a festival. <laughs> Let's make this clear, guys. We're recording this to a few days before Rosh Hashanah that will air Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> because, because you, I don't know. This is the Rosh Hashanah for, know, uh, for know, the for, Torah. For, 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 uh, yeah. Right, because I was thinking, whatever. Doesn't matter. Well, this show is going to air right after Shavuos. We're recording it. Are we before allowed to Shavuos. tell everyone about the new Tuscanini line that uh, isn't in stores yet, or do we have to wait for that? Oh, we're going to wait for that. We're going to wait. But we've got some new, really cool new products coming out for Tuscanini. I was, uh, when I saw that, I was like, I was really excited. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. They're going to send me samples. They've got some really good stuff coming up. So, so that's going to be on our next show. I, uh, we have it featured in the upcoming issue, which is going to be in a few weeks. But your show will probably air before then. You'll, you'll, get, your, you'll get your exclusive. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. And I haven't even had anything to drink yet. So. <laughs> all right. I'm getting well, all mishka let's, bubbled. Uh, okay. Let's, let's change that. that. Okay. All right. Now, then I'll get really mishka bubbled. Okay. <laughs> what am I drinking here, Gabriel? Okay. So I brought here. Here, I'm going to put them like on the camera. You know, uh, for those watching on all YouTube. whites and rosé for the summer, they're all quite affordable. You know, nothing uh, crazy expensive, um, and even the liqueur, delicious liqueur, gonna have after that. We moved on. Um, so this wine that we're tasting right now is called here. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna go on your. Uh, Tell us what it is. What is that? Okay, so this is Chateau Lirigan white. It's a Sauvignon Blanc from France. French wine, a Bordeaux. It's from Bordeaux. That's correct. Funny, people associate Bordeaux with red wines, and for good reason because ninety percent of the wines from Bordeaux are red. So yeah, that absolutely makes sense. But there are some white wines, and they are amazing. So this is one of them, and it's really, really affordable. We're talking about. $12, $13, sometimes as low as like $9.99 on wow. sales in stores. This is this is great also if you want to like cook some fish with white also, wine yeah, yeah. and then serve this white wine with the fish. When I tasted 100%. this, I'm thinking of grilled fish for the su yeah. summer with cooked with some butter and fresh herbs and then a splash of white wine in it mm -hmm. and then finishing the rest of the bottle with a meal. Yeah. So – this is a really great Sauvignon Blanc, French Sauvignon Blanc. So the difference, like you take, for example, Goose Bay from New Zealand mm. or Rima Pear from New Zealand or Tabor Adama from Israel, all great Sauvignon Blanc. But the difference between a French Sauvignon Blanc and the Sauvignon Blanc from New World countries, such as New Zealand, such as Israel, is really in the flavor profile, which is much more citrusy, lemony when it comes from, from a cold climate countries such as uh, such as Bordeaux in France uh, versus more tropical fruit flavors uh, that you're gonna get like kiwi guava uh, and the such on uh, on the Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand uh, but they're equally refreshing there's great acidity you know this is a, a great white uh, to have with salads with sushi uh, with you know all that type of fare and 
all the stuff that you know we are gonna have or had, you know, depending on when the, the show is airing, of course. Right, right. Uh, for Shavuos. But any any time, any time of the year, That's a nice right. summer wine. Or just by itself, you know, poolside or beachside. Uh, or in the backyard <laughs> when you've had a really yeah. long day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And without thinking about it, you know, twice, you know, it's it, it's 12 bucks. Right. Uh, so good for not, cooking, it, good for drinking. It, it, it's not going to break the bank. Uh, great for cooking and drinking. All right, let's try our next one. I'm just trying to manage yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've, got, we've got 12 minutes. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about the other ones that we're not going to test. So this is brand new. Oh, I like Yamas the name. It just sounded so Zinistri. What is that? It looks like Greek. Yeah, it's from Cyprus. You know, oh. I know oh, wow. yeah, a lot of people tell me, oh, that's also Greek. No, 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 it's Cyprus. I know that Cyprus is like Greece's uh, Canada. But <laughs> <laughs> Greece's Canada. Yeah. I like that. He's we didn't know it was so funny. Greece's that was Canada, a really but it's good also, one. It's also Israel's uh, Florida. Kind of. Yeah, yeah it is. Of, that's You're more right. like that. It's way, I know. It's and way, then, but it's way and then you have Dubai now. That's like right, the, right. <laughs> it's way closer to Israel than it is to Greece, no? Uh, I'm so. not sure. It's possible. I mean, my kids and all their friends are going like... It's very close to Israel. Anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, it's full of Israel. Half an hour uh, flight. Right. Okay. Oh, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, fun. Yeah. It's, uh, so this is a very fun wine. Also, crisp white wine. Not very expensive. Between 15 to $20. It's made by Ido Lewinson, who is the master of wine, uh, technical director of Barkan and Seagal Wineries in Israel. Oh, sure. Like, Biggest or the uh, equally biggest, uh, uh, largest winery in Israel, along with uh, with Carmel, uh, and uh, like he's up there as you know one of the top winemakers in the in the country, and uh, he basically went to uh, Cyprus, decided to make a kosher uh, white wine there uh, from a local uh, grape variety called Xenistri. Never heard of it before. Neither have I. That's a type of grape? Uh, yeah, that's a type of grape. Never uh, heard and of it, yeah. Really delicious. Highly recommend everyone to try it. How do you find these wines? There's like Do you find them or do they find you? They find us. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. Good know? one, good one. We get at Royal Wine, uh, every single day, basically, we get packages from all over the world uh, with, you know, wines are being submitted uh, to us uh, for, uh, to consider to, uh, for, for important So you guys sit around... Drinking, finding good wine for a living, and we, and we thought influencers had a good. We, wow. we, we do it about once a month. We have a tasting committee oh, really? uh, of like uh, executive who, who, management. Who, who's there? Like you and David Levy? So, no, it's, it's me, Jay Morty. Buxbaum, Morty Herzog, Nathan Herzog, uh, and some of the uh, leading sales reps. Uh, and sometimes we have guests, you know, from Ooh. outside of the company. You're, we're, we're available. You're, you're, you're both welcome. We're, I'll bring milk tart. <laughs> yeah, you're both welcome. And uh, we taste those wines. Yeah, but we have an issue because we don't, we don't spit. No, we, we drink. drink it. We're going to be drunk. These are professionals. No, no, no. I, I, pour, I poured mine off. Oh, okay. Because I got it stay coherent. And everyone gets a sheet to write notes with like the list of the wines being tasted, whether they're mouvoucher or not, whether they're kosher or not, because we also taste and spit non-kosher wines that we are going to consider producing oh, kosher. Uh, and, uh, and we write if we like them. Uh, or if we don't like them, and we write what would be uh, a fair uh, uh, retail price for those wines. You know, hopefully, like sometimes we get uh, wine submitted by a winery, and like this wine is nice, and uh, I think that it will be a, a, a fair wine to sell for twenty-five dollars on the shelf. But then the asking price from the winery would 
you know, end up being uh, $40 on the shift. Wow. And we're like, oh, well, that's a little that's too expensive. Not work. For what it is, that's not going to work. Uh, so interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should go to one of those. All right. It is fascinating. I, I, I love seeing behind the scenes. What do you, you taught me this term in an article that I read from you years ago, QPR. Yep. Price, Quality price, price ratio. ratio. A good bang for your buck. Exactly. Value for money. Okay. So this is great value for money. That's great value for money, and so on and so forth. We what? Have Chateau Jeanlaire uh, Bordeaux Rosé. Oh. Okay. Really nice, brand new, first time this year. This is R de Rubin. So there's Chateau Rubin that that we that's know already. Lovely. So that's one of their more entry level uh, offerings. It's a beautiful bottle. Though. Uh, beautiful bottle. Yeah. It's also around fifteen to eighteen dollars. Where is that from? That's from uh, that's from the Provence region of France. Is that the women's owned winery? That's correct. See, I remember Valérie them. Roussel. Yeah, I remember them from Great. KFWE. Good job. I was job. very impressed with yeah. the bottle. Yeah. I liked the rosé a yeah. lot, also. Excellent. She is she is a great lady. Very uh, inspiring. Yes, she uh, both is. Both from a wine perspective and a business perspective. Yeah, oh, she's and great. Human perspective. I'm going. I'm going. One of the river cruises next year, next October, is going to Provence. Awesome. So I'm like, I want to like hook them up. There you go. Then we have uh, Massenet, uh, Crème de Pêche, Peach Cream. The Ooh, literal, uh, is it a liqueur or is it wine? So it's a liqueur. We need to try that. Because you did just have a wine that came out recently with peach flavor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah. What was that? I think a Carmel wine, right? The Carmel yes. Buzz and, uh, and the Bartonura uh, Moscato uh, peach flavor in a can. Those are amazing. I mean, I should have brought those just... You can send yeah, them like over. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. Okay, but so this is not a wine. This is a yeah. liqueur. Okay, so this is a liqueur. Are we going to try this? It's a try peach this? liqueur. We're going to try it. Absolutely. I'm going to empty out my glass. It's really delicious. Do we need delicious. little cups or we can have big cups? That's uh, it doesn't matter. You know, okay. We're not going to fill the cups anyway. Okay. We're not, we won't be <laughs> making kiddish top. on this. So this is one of the top producers of liqueurs in Alsace, France. Okay. Super famous. Thank you. Super well-known. Uh, highly respected in the broad uh, wine and liquor industry. Oh, wow. uh, and uh, they just came out with kosher certified uh, liqueurs. We have a bunch of them. There's it a crème smells, de cassis, you know, with, which amazing. you can make your royal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is pear liqueur, there is pear brandy. Uh, really mm. amazing, amazing stuff. One second, were they at kosher food and wine? They're at the kosher They, they had the pear one. Yeah, they had, it was they had incredible. By yeah. this is yeah. I didn't get to try This is amazing. Yeah. Wow. With this, with cheesecake? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't have to do much with it. It's just yeah. by itself. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really dessert delicious. on its own. Dessert in a cup. It's great in cocktails. It's great by itself. Mm. It's great on the rocks. It's okay, we're going to give you some. <laughs> We've run but out how, of how is it typically drunk? By itself or as a part of a cocktail? Either. Both. Yeah. Either way is fine. It's, it's syrupy a little. Yeah. It's strong. It's, nice. Uh, you know, if you ask, you know, some of the professional... Uh, uh, mixologists out there, like uh, do you know Jake uh, uh, Neiman? Jake Neiman, Mixcraft. Oh, yeah, Mixcraft. So he's like one of the best uh, in the coaster industry. Yeah. Yep. You should. Uh, he should know that's high praise coming from you on this show. <laughs> well, he's, 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 he's coming. A, he's, he's a great. He's a great guy. He's coming with his truck to Kosher Palooza yeah. to make cocktails for everyone. We are. So I know he was fans. very happy about those. You know, coming out. He's actually put me in touch with different um, people around the country and around the world because he's trying to source and get more products it's interesting he's like starting getting them started and then i guess they end up with royal wine distributing it's I fascinating it. how it all works isn't it wonderful how we all help each other and we all want to make kosher products better and look yeah, what you amazing. do for kosher food and what you do for kosher food sure. wine kosher food and wine yeah you get to incredible. eat it smell it this is read delicious it. this yeah. uh this is like 
I mean, this is a bit of a hard choice, like a late harvest, you know, at the end of a meal, or a, or a, what's the other, um, the ice wines, what are they called? Uh, the late harvest, the dessert wines. No, the ice wines, specifically. The yeah, one the from Canada? Wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I just was there. Uh, Safona. Safona. We, we don't have right. them anymore. Okay, yeah. there you go. But like that type of wine, or, or like something like this, like, like, it's like with dessert. Hard, hard choice. Yeah. But this Absolutely. could also be good with, with a cheese board also. The salting, sure. salting and sweet. Mm. I'm like liking a lot of things no, that you can do with It's an excellent this. comparison. In French, we actually call dessert wines, such as those uh, ice wines, liqueur, which means liquor-ish, you know. Uh, Not liquorish the food, but like no, liquor-ish. Exactly. Liquor dash ish. Liqueur. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's kind right. of like liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. Liquor. It's yeah. kind of like liquor. Exactly. Is that how they got yeah, the word liqueur? Their, their sweetness and their thickness. Sure. Uh, is uh, my uh, father was actually here for Pesach. Mm -hmm. Your parents? Were my here? parents were for Pesach. Yeah, nice. Uh, so he brings. He's been making wine every year for since yeah, I'm a kid. Mm -hmm. But he brought he brought a, a little bottle of wine that he made 35 years ago. Yeah. And it was he does a sweet one. He does sweet wine and he does a dry wine. That sweet wine that just sat for 35 years. It was like it was like this. It was sweet. It was like a brandy. It was incredible. Really? He didn't do anything. It lost its color. It looks almost like. Peachy, not not as pale, not as pink. And it was as fabulous. It. it was incredible. It will probably knock you out if you have a little. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm a yeah. lightweight like that. Yeah. Well, it was so nice. Your parents came in. Yeah, it was great. Beautiful. Yeah. It's nice By to the way, see the there family. There will be, God willing, you know the. What are the flavors they're coming in with? So the creme de cassis. The, what is that? What is that? So this is peach cream. You know, whatever. Uh, what does cassis mean? Uh, cassis is a uh, black currant. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Creme de cassis sounds familiar. It's like I think I think yeah. it's used in a lot it, of cooking, it, it, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, used a lot in cooking. It's in a, in a lot of cocktails. We have two minutes. It's a it's a highly demanded product that did not exist kosher certified uh, on the market before now. Basically. Really? So uh, Jake was like, you know, really, blown away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very excited. We should have Gabe, Gabe and Jake on the show. Yeah, together. that would be awesome. I would love that. You want to? Should I bring a cheese guy or a wine uh, meat guy to have with a? You can do both. You can uh, do let's, both. Let's do meat next time because I love the cheese and you know, we ate the cheese. Change it around. <laughs> change it around, right? Well, we'll have Listen, to get. He had a long yeah, drive. I, I have my special request. Okay, right? I, I will take them all into <laughs> yeah. account. Don't worry. <laughs> so there will be God willing uh, in the future issue of uh, Flyshicks uh, uh, a cork article. article, the other side of the cork art uh, article by, yeah, by, yeah, yeah, by my wife. Uh, She's such a great writer. She's such yeah. a great writer. That, does she I write mean, in every has, magazine? She, she basically has become, yeah, has become in the past few years, the most uh, prolific, you know, wine writer. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, Thanks it's, to Flashings. It's, it's interesting yeah. how they, yeah. I mean, even how they came together. They and met on a, on a WhatsApp. On their, on their, no, on their Facebook group. On the Facebook created. group. Yeah. You, you guys created the group? I created the group. You created it. And it's he incredible. met his wife on the group. Yeah, that is yeah. like amazing, <laughs> amazing. I love that. Thank you both so much for coming. We're wrapping up the show. Thanks so much um, for having us. I know us. that you came thank far. You, you didn't come from so far. We had our amazing guests from across the country. We had Elizabeth Mandelbaum, uh, cookbook author of Plated. We have David Lawrence from Kosher River Cruises. Thank them for joining us at the at their early hours of the morning for them uh, out in California and Seattle. Uh, Shalomi, thanks for coming from Cedarhurst. We've got Music sponsored by our friends from Kedam. We didn't say that last show. Right up until Lichbenching. Want to wish you all a good Shabbos and happy cooking. And lots more shows coming up this summer. Stay tuned.